yourself to say it. I mean, love is real, you know what I mean? I said it first. You didn't say anything, so that's okay. Keep, keep it to yourself. Amen. Um, but I'm also very blessed to see every one of you here today. I'm thankful also to see my dear sister Teresa in the house. Amen. We thank God for his grace as we prayed for her, you know, through the course of surgery. And today she's with us because the Lord, we serve a God that healers. Amen. And I'm thankful that you are here. Oh, tell your neighbor, I'm happy you are here. All right. So if your neighbor did not tell you, please just excuse yourself and find another neighbor that is willing to tell you that I am happy you are here. Amen. For the past few um, months, or almost a month now, we've been preaching. As we know, this whole year is a year that we've been really dealing with the subject of prayer. From the Gospel of Luke chapter 11, going down. And for the past few weeks, or almost a month now, we've dealt with the verse 11 of Luke chapter 11, Luke chapter 11, verses 3, that says that, give us day by day our daily bread. Today, I want to really bring it to a close, but um, I'm not going to finish. Amen. I may finish next week, but that's okay. Hallelujah. Because the ultimate goal is that we grow in understanding what prayer is to the life of a Christian. We are living in a time that the church has forgotten what it means to be a prayer Christian. Christians, we ought to pray. Jesus Christ said, in my father's house, in my father's house shall be prayer. There is something about believers. He says that when two are in agreement, who are in agreement? Two. And who, the people who are in agreement has to be people that share the same common faith. Maybe I didn't preach here. Maybe I had to preach there. The two who have to be in agreement have to be people who share the same common faith. So when the church prays, something happens. We need to acknowledge that the church has to be a prayer church. The backbone of every church should be prayer. The foundation is the word of God. But what the backbone of every church should be what? Prayer. Tell your neighbor prayer. prayer. Say prayer. prayer. Please say it with an accent. If you don't have one, find an accent to say it with. Say prayer. prayer. Yeah. It's about time we understand because, listen, the Bible says in the book of James, and we learn this also in the book of Kings, that Elijah prayed and rain ceased. One man prayed and there was no rain for three and a half years. You cannot tell me that in this dispensation, on this time, if the people of God prays, what can happen? In our nation, in our community, in our families, something can happen. So when we are not praying, then we are ceasing to have God move in his power. Say prayer. prayer. Yeah. So I want all of us to rise on our feet so we can read the word together. 
Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to verses 4. But where we are going to focus on is verses 3. And it came to pass. Let's all read together. And it came to pass. That as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. Please have your seat. Verse 3 says, give us day by day our daily bread. The next few minutes, I want to speak on the subject the prayer of action. And the next two weeks, what we are going to focus on are these four points. Because this portion of give us day by day, our daily bread, reveals four secret things about this very particular verse. What this verse is revealing to us, one, how God truly upholds man. Or how God truly sees man. Two, how man must see God. How man must what? See God. Three, it also reveals the divine pattern of God's blessings. And four, it reveals the church authority to act in the name of Jesus. You didn't say amen to that. It says, give us. Day by day, our daily bread. Give us, day by day, our daily bread. And I pause right there because we are talking about God. Who knows all things? Who knows the beginning and the end? But as he's teaching his people, or teaching us, the pattern or the effectiveness of prayer, he could have left out, just come and worship me, and that is enough. But he still put in the, the outline of prayer that teach us how to pray. He said, give us day by day our daily bread. Meaning that God still desires that you and I have the ability to ask from him. And he would do it. I didn't get a church here. God could have said, I don't need to hear from you. But he says, I need to hear from you. Why? Because he has given unto you power and authority. He's given you power and authority. You could walk around with that power and authority. 
and say whatever you want to say. But he said, don't, don't forget. Come to me and say, give me, day by day, my daily bread. Am I teaching something here to a church? God desires you to ask from him. Means that the way God sees you, he sees you in the position that when you come to him, you will not come and leave the same. Can I get a church here? Amen. Bella, come. The problem that we have is this. This is God. Bella, daughter of God. And they come. And then she stands and looked at me. And she keeps looking. God bless you. Go have a seat. You don't know what just happened. Bella has every full right to access everything from the Father. But when she doesn't ask, the Father already knows. The Father already knows. But the Father wants Bella to ask because Bella is a child of the Father. So when Bella asks, Bella is taking authority of her position. Where the, the reason why the church has become quiet because we don't know how to ask. But when you ask, you are taking hold of your authority. That I am a child of the Most High. Why? Because he says, give me day by day my daily bread. Meaning that Bella knows that my father knows. But I'm still telling my father, Father, because I am your child, give unto me what you have apportioned before time. Because I know you do miracles. I, don't, I know you know all mysteries. So I am not going to any other God but to you. Give me what should the Lord has apportioned for me. But we are come to a time that the church don't desire to pray. We go to church and nobody wants to pray. The pastor does the prayer. All the church knows is say, Amen. But Amen is not enough. You got to learn how to exercise your position. That my God, who began it, you who have brought me here, you will not put me to shame. So I am asking because my faith is in Jesus. The more I ask, the more I activate my faith. The thing that is not yet seen, God brings it into being. You see, when the church fails to ask, we are missing a very key role in prayer. Because the way God sees you is that you have to ask. Yeah. Do you know how many times my children come to ask me stuff? <laughs> Even when I don't want them to ask me anything, I said, I'm in my quiet time. They will still come and ask. My daughters, everywhere I go, Daddy, where are you going? When are you coming? When I have not shown up the time I'm supposed to return, they will call. 
No, you see, the reason why Jesus Christ said that these are the ones that the kingdom of God belongs to, because kids get it. They get that relationship. We need to stop trying to act like, I can't pray. And we allow that condition to be our life. What did you become saved with? When you were saved, God gave, gave you his spirit. That from that point going, you could ask. You get my point? What Adam failed, Jesus Christ came to reveal unto us. So we can ask in the name. And something happens. We need to exercise how God sees us. Hallelujah. Amen. The gospel of John chapter 16, 24, the Bible says, Until now you have not asked anything in my name. Ask and you will receive. So that your joy may be what? Complete. Your joy may be what? Complete. When you don't know, you ask. When you don't know what the next step is for you and your kids, you ask God. When you don't know how to go about your situation, you ask God. Father, what's the next step? Something got to happen now. You need to desire to ask of the Father. The, in the book of Revelation chapter 8, the Bible says that you know, the, 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 the angels collected the incense and the prayer of the saints. God expects our prayer. Can I preach to a church? It also reveals how the Father, like I said, how the Father sees us. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. It says, be anxious about nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your what? Requests be made known to who? Oh, can I get a chair? To who? What do you make known to God? What do you make known to God? All your needs, all your requests, make it known to him. Because as you make it known to him, and he said, Father, I know that there is no other God but you. You are the only one that can do it. So show yourself strong. I need you today. Day by day. I need your daily bread. I am not troubled by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. Because I've made my request known to God. You didn't get me here. You are only in anxiety. When you don't know where to put your requests. You are only in fear when you don't know who can come to your aid. You only run away from trouble when you don't know what you have with you. But he says, be anxious of nothing. Why? Because you are making your request known to him. And as your request is made known to him, God shows up. Can I get a church? Oh, say amen better. Amen. The second point of what this verse, Luke chapter 11, verses 3, reveals to us, it also reveals how man must see God. 
how man must see God. He says, give us day by day our what? Daily bread. See, the bread that we talk about in a natural sense, we learned from Minister Florian last time that we all need bread. Say to your neighbor, oh, we all need bread. Say, man shall not live by bread alone. I mean, there is something else also important. So eat bread. But there is something else that is important. You see, when we eat bread, it, it takes away our hunger. When we eat bread, it, re, it, it revives us or it, it strengthens us. Even Elijah the prophet, mighty man, needed to be fed with bread to regain his strength. Can I get a church here? So tell your neighbor, we all need bread. What bread is Jesus Christ asking us of? A bread that we need day by day. But it is our, not anybody else, our daily bread. So the bread <laughs> belongs to you. To be used. Hallelujah. You need access to this bread. Day by what? Day. So, what is God saying here? Let's go to the scriptures. Let's look at the gospel of John chapter 6, verses 26 and 27. Are we there? Jesus said to them, this is when Jesus Christ had done the miracles of feeding the, 5, 000, you know, the people with you know, 5,000 um, of, of fish and loaves and everything else. Everybody has eaten. And he says, very, verily I say unto you, ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye ate of the loaves and are filled. Hear it. Labor, the other version says, work, not for the meat which expires, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him has God the Father sealed. Can I, can I read it my, 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 my way here? He said, Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because of the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. The people were looking for Jesus, not because of what? The signs. But because of what? Because of what? The bread. What does that mean here? It means they saw Jesus, hear this, only as the source of bread. <laughs> I need to get you to understand this. They saw Jesus only as the source of bread. You see, 
Can I go there? They only knew Jesus to be a provider. But what they did not know was that Jesus Christ was the bread himself. So, the Bible says, labor not the bread which perish, but for the bread, the meat, which endureth unto everlasting life. It means that it's about time that we don't only just see Jesus as our source of provider, but he is the provider. Whatever you need, he is the it. Say, he is the it. If you can't see Jesus as God is my everything, he is the joy that I have. He is the peace that I have. You see, a lot of times we, we, we see him only as just a provider. But whatever provision that God has given to you, he is that provision. I didn't get you here. Because if you see him only as the source, then you keep going and coming. Keep going and coming. You get my point? Because it's like when you need money, you go to what? An ATM. Do you stay at the ATM every moment? You only go to ATM when you need what? Come on, speak to me, church. You only go to the ATM when you need what? Money. And that is what we know the source of the ATM is. But God is more than the ATM. The people only kept going only for the bread. But he said you need to get the bread that will endure us to the end. So when the Bible says give us day by day, it means that there is a certain bread that today it gives me the ability to stand to preach the word. Even when I'm knocked down and I'm pressed down. He said the righteous shall fall seven times. But check it out. It means that the righteous fell one time and he still got back up. He fell two times, he still got back up. He fell three times, he still got back up. He fell four times, he still got back up. He fell and kept falling because the righteous depends on the Lord. The righteous does not depend on his own strength. That is why he's called righteous. Means that he is in the right standing of God. We got to start stop seeing Jesus only just the source, but he's also the bread. And not just the bread, he says that the Father has put his seal. When you go to Walmart and buy a bread, you buy it with your money. Correct? The content in the bread, did you make it? No. Is the bread yours? Why? Because you bought it. Then do me a favor. Next time when you go to Walmart and you buy the bread, tell them to take away the seal on it in the plastic bag because now it belongs to you. And see if you'll be able to leave Walmart Safely. <laughs> I'm not making sense here. 
Have you heard of recall? What does that mean? Something is wrong. And when it's wrong, you've bought it already. It is yours. Now you don't want it. Because there's something wrong. No, no, I, I want to teach this ch- the church because we need to be a church with the backbones of prayer. How come when they announce recall, the bread that you said is yours, you take it back to Walmart and say, this has been recalled. I need my money back. But I thought you said it's yours. Until they call a recall. <laughs> and it's no longer yours. So, where does the bread go? It goes back to where you bought it. But then does Walmart keep it? They can't take it back to where? Why? Because as long as the seal is on the manufacturer, the bread is still not yours. So that is why when in the midst of your walk with God, when you mess up, you don't have to hide in the corner. But go to the manufacturer. Go to the one that called you. Can I preach to a church here? When you go through your troubles and you are being recalled, go back to your savior. Go back to your miracle worker. That my God, I need you. I have messed up here. But nobody else can help me except you. Nobody can fix me except you. Because that is how we have to seek God. Not only as the, 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 the source, but he is the bread. He is the content. And the seal is upon him. Your life belongs to him. Mm. But you see, when we go through problems, what do we go? What do we do? Lord, go to the manufacturer. The prayer of action. The reason why, my dear son, we are not seeing some of the things we need to see in our life because we don't know how to act. Am I teaching you something here? If we know how to ask, we will be a very powerful Christian. Verses 3 says what? Luke chapter 3, verses two, Luke chapter 11, verses 3. He says what? Yeah. The first component of the, bad, of the, the problem with us not able to see God beyond the fact that he is the source, is because we don't understand the place of giving. Give us. Can you say with me? Say, give us. Yeah. You are going to one that you know that he's a giver. Do you really know that he's a giver? If you know that he's a giver, then know how to be 
like him. Imitate him. Yeah. You see, give us day by day. We are going to the giver for every day and overflow. But if we don't know how to give, if we don't know how to give, we become people that loan all the time. Can I teach something here? The bank does not give you money. The bank loans you money. But Jesus Christ gives. And sometimes we treat Jesus as a bank. Because you did this for me, I'll do this. And after I've done this, I'll stop doing it. But if we know that he who is the giver is a giver, then we also have to be what? Givers. So the reason why you can't go to him day by day because you don't know how to access the provision because you yourself, you are not what? A giver. So you feel like you have to pay the loan before you go back and ask for another. Can I preach to a church? Because he is a giver. If you look at in the entire scriptures, everyone that God used had to what? Give up. Salvation itself is about giving. You can't say that you have been saved if you have not given away yourself. So Apostle Paul says, not I that live, but Christ that lives in me. So if you want to experience the blessings in your salvation, you have to understand how to be a giver. Can I say that here? We are living in time that the church doesn't know how to give. If you know that Jesus Christ is the one that gives, that job, everything that you have, he is the giver. Then you will not even think twice about tithes. But it's ironic how many times Christians need a lecture to give. Hey, can I preach it? Yeah. You see a brother or a sister in need, you can't give. Because this person, last time, the way I saw this person, give me a giver. Say to yourself, I want to be a giver. And I will be a giver. Listen, if you don't give, you see, when we pray, prayer, what prayer does is, this was one of the things I learned from a bishop in, in, in Africa. He said, prayer expedites God's blessings. But that blessing is like a seed. So if that seed is not planted, then how do you expedite anything? How do you move things faster? We have to be people that are willing to give. 
I'm not just talking about financially, but give your time to serve. If it's worshiping God and being in the praise and worship team, you give your time to worship him. Huh? If it's about teaching in the Sunday school, you give yourself the time to serve. No, but you see, the problem we have here, and I'm speaking to my brothers and sisters here, the problem we have here is that when we, 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 we are concerned that when I give myself to this ministry, I will have to leave by the regulations of the ministry. Because what we all want is to do it our way. But give all that you have. See, if you have something to learn from me, is that I don't ever let giving pass me by. You cannot tie me away from my giving. And you know why? Because I don't know when it's going to rain. But I know it shall rain. And I know that one day when it rains, when it rains, that giving will yield forth a harvest. So I don't worry about my situations when I give. I give because I love to give. I give because I want to be like my father in heaven. He was a giver. You cannot pay the pastor. You get my point? I came to serve him. He is my provider. The reason why I give my time is because he is my Lord. And the joy that I get for giving my life to him, for giving my time to him, be a giver. Tell your neighbor, I, want, I need to be a giver. Hmm. Time is up. Time is up. But I'm not done. Not even close. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say these few things. These are points that I said. Your giving should point towards Christ. The only way to please God. When you give, it should point towards Christ. When you give your time to serve, it should point towards Christ. You are not doing it for the pastor. Do it towards Christ. When you are helping a brother or sister out, you are doing it towards Christ. Let your giving be towards Christ. I'm not going to continue because I want to make sure that I teach this well for the church. But I made some few points here. But you cannot desire for the food that is limited to its influence. Because that's what it says. The food that perishes. The bread that perishes. That is what we are working for. And a lot of us, what we do and what we find ourselves doing is that we have spent so much time. We know how to work 16 hours. We know how to work <clears throat> 24 hours. Oh, we know. Tell your neighbor, we know. But imagine the pastor comes and says, let's go and pray for 16 hours. <laughs> Hallelujah. The irony of our worship. Are we giving our time to him? No. 
You see, when we come to church, most of you wake up and take your time. Even though church starts at 10, most of you are comfortable to be late. Hallelujah. You need a pastor that will tell you the truth. Because it is only the truth that will set you free. Please, don't stop me from telling you the truth. Because I will have to tell you the truth. So that you are liberated. Because one day, you may be the one being the pastor of this church. And when you come on, you stand by the truth and nothing else. He says, give us day by day our daily bread. There is a bread that we need. Not a bread that will expire. But a bread that will endure to the very end. I don't know about you, but I want to get to the end. I want to get to what? The end. I want to get to the end. And let that be your request. That we need this bread. And next week I will try to complete it here. A bread that you can be able to endure. So even when you're going through your challenges, the bread keeps you going. Tomorrow, the bread will keep you going. When it's not adding up, the bread will keep you going. Please rise on your feet.